Hi, I'm Ernesto, in case uh, anybody didn't hear it earlier. And um, yeah, so I'm going to be sharing my testimony today. Initially, I was planning on talking about what my book was about, but I, the Holy Spirit just shifted things, and this is actually going to be a little bit different. So it's actually about my faith journey, and I haven't always been a man of faith, and I'm actually still learning a lot right now, honestly. It's been really, really crazy and wild. So I'll start. Um, so the whole thing started with 2014 where God was telling me to go to Mozambique on a missions trip. And I wasn't really sure if, if it was going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going on a missions trip or is this going to be like something I'm doing forever or I don't know. So I went and a lot of crazy stuff happened. So because that was my first time uh, traveling, I'd never been on a plane before. Some people recommended Mexico. I probably would think that's a better idea than going to Africa. But, you know, I just decided to do it. So I got on the plane, and I was in Los Angeles and passed out at the airport because I was, like, freaking out. <laughs> and um, that's how I knew that I wasn't ready for it, but God did some crazy stuff. So I just started praying in my prayer language, and everything shifted, and my headache went away. And, yeah. So the reason I was freaking out was because my plane was late, um, and there was something wrong with the plane, so they had to fix it. And I was like... This is definitely not, like, making me feel comfortable with this. But if God is telling me to do this, then okay. So got on the plane, and fast forward, I, I was in Johannesburg, South Africa. Never been there before. My phone didn't work. I was unprepared for all of this stuff. And um, let's see what happened next. I was at, um, I missed my, my flight to Pemba because that flight was late. Um, because one of my flights was late, so it threw off all the flights. So I talked to the flight attendant, and I asked him, and I said, hey, what's the next, the next flight to Pemba, Mozambique? And he said, oh, the next flight is in seven days. And I said, seven days? Are you serious? And he was like, yeah, seven days. And I was like, yeah, I can't take those tickets. And he said, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know, <laughs> but I can't take the tickets. So I walked away, and it felt like a dream where I was walking around the airport and I was just like in a, in a daze, just thinking I'm 10,000 miles away from home. And I heard later that someone called my, my parents and, and told them, they asked my parents if they knew where I was. And I was like, I don't think my parents like that question very much. So that really just, um, that wasn't good for them. I heard about that later. So... Uh, so I was just wondering what God was going to do. I met these women at the airport. One of them told me they, they were going to help me get a taxi from Johannesburg, South Africa, to East Africa for 100 bucks. So I said, well, for 100 bucks, why not? I might as well do it. <laughs> of course, this is my first time traveling, so I don't really know what the heck I'm doing. So I follow her out of the airport, and she pays for a shuttle. They call it a taxi, but I, I call it a shuttle because there's no doors. And I was like, this is not a taxi. Like, seriously? Like, I don't think so. So we got on. We're, tra we're traveling through Johannesburg. And I'm praying that I don't end up like one of those guys. Like, pray for Ernesto. He's in, he's in jail in South Africa. And, like, let, let's rescue him and put him on the news. And it's like, God, I pray that that's not me. I break that off in Jesus' name. <laughs> and it was, yeah, a lot of weird stuff was going through my head in that, at that time. So that didn't work out, by the way. We went back to the airport. <laughs> And um, 
the women told me, you know, I feel like you should just go back to America because this thing is not working out for you. This mission stuff is just... And I said, you know what? Can I borrow your phone? Because I want to call Mozambique and see if maybe they can work something out. She said, yeah. So I borrowed her cell phone, random stranger, and I, found, I talked to one of the guys there, and he said that he found a flight to Pemba for the very next morning. So I said, that's God. I'm taking that flight. That's, that's the one. So I went to bed, and I, I thought I was going to sleep, but I, I was awake every single hour of the night. I set my alarm for 4, but every single hour, it was 2 o'clock. I woke up, 3 o'clock. I, I said, well, I might as well just <laughs> shower <laughs> because I'm obviously not going to, you know, need my alarm clock. So I got on that flight, and it just so happened to be a flight full of Harvest School students, which are students that are going to the same place that I'm going at the same time. So God worked all that out to where we were all traveling to the same place, and I realized that he actually lined everything up so that we would all be going to the same place. I could get into a lot more with that, but you can talk to me afterwards, but I'll fast forward. So after I got back from Mozambique, I was really praying and asking God what, what it is that he wanted me to do, because when I got back, the first thought was pop, that popped into my head was, I can sell my stereo, I can sell my car, I can sell everything in my room, and I can go back right now. I can just leave, all, leave everything behind. And I, I heard the Lord say, uh, you know, this is, he's like, that's great, great passion, but wrong timing. <laughs> so a bunch of logistical stuff, you know, pay off the credit card, take care of debt, take care of all these different things. So I spent a couple of years doing all that. He told me to pay off my credit card um, to... Uh, to finish my, to write a second book about God's love, because that's actually what I learned for the first time out there with, with all the kids. I've never really been a kid's person until I went to Mozambique. Like, I was basically like, you know, like this, like a piece of cardboard. Kids would be like running around, and I'd be like, like, what's going on here? <laughs> this is weird. So that's pretty much, that was me before Mozambique, and afterwards, a lot of things shifted with that. Um... So after I, so I you know, prayed about all that, and God did a lot of things, and um, I finished my second book a couple months ago, which was a challenge, because my financial situation greatly changed with my job situation, and I ended up um, losing my job for, a re- for reasons that were out of my control. And I didn't have any money, but God provided all the money to, to like $700 to finish paying off the book, to finish publishing the book. And when I was trying to add everything up, as far as like, okay, so I did this job, I worked here, and I did this, and it didn't add up. And I said, I'm going to stop trying to figure this out, because God is, he's, he has his own plan with this thing. So um, right now, I'm in the middle of a wild journey with faith and just trusting God. And um, my natural response is to have a backup plan. I'm not someone at least normally, I haven't always been a person to have faith first and trust God, or to trust God first. I've always said, okay, well, this is my plan, and just in case that doesn't work out, then I'll have faith afterwards. And that hasn't really gotten me very far in life, in case you're wondering. So, um, recently, um, so I finished publishing the book. I as a, uh, I forgot to bring that up. I'm actually going back to Mozambique to do the Harvest School with Heidi Baker. For those of you that don't know who she is, she's, they have an amazing ministry in East Africa. 
where, you know, blind eyes open, the deaf, hear, the, you know, deaf ears open, the blind see, different things like that. I experienced that for the first time when I was there. But it wasn't even all those miracles that really touched me. It was really the kids. And that's really what, what God was working on when I was out there. So recently, um, a friend of mine that lives on the East Coast that has a ministry, um, has a ministry called Awakening the Nations, they invited me to Denver, Colorado to do a book signing. Not just me alone, but there's a bunch of people doing stuff in the back, book signings and testimonies and whatnot. So the first thing I, I was thinking was, okay, well, this is going to cost a lot of money. I don't have any money to do this right now. So I just immediately brushed it off, and I said, well, that's, not, that's probably not going to happen. So a friend of mine actually, I, I missed a call that same day that I was thinking that from a friend of mine. And I looked at the phone, so I called my friend back, and she said, oh, I never called you. It's just one of those things where the phone dials people for no reason. But through that, we got into a conversation about Denver, and she said, I think you should just do it. And I was like, I don't have any money. She's like, I think you should just do it. I was like, okay, God, is this you? <laughs> so I thought, well, I'm going to give it a shot. So I called her. I've talked with her a little bit. And super long story short, God is providing a ride for me when I get there, a place to stay for free, um, and a way for me to get back to the airport for free. <laughs> and I said, well, I still have to buy the plane tickets. The plane tickets were like 180-something from San Francisco, which is pretty good. And I had some money in my account, so I figured, okay, well, this is a step of faith. I'm just going to buy the tickets and believe that God's going to, maybe if I sell enough books, I'll, I'll make enough money to pay off, like barely break even. Hopefully, if I can break even, at least I won't be out of anything. That was my goal. So over the, the next couple of days, um, God used a few people, without me ever asking, to sew into the, the plane ticket. And now, not only am I not paying for the plane ticket, but God actually provided the money to pay uh, someone for gas to travel to San Francisco and back, both times. And I felt like God was saying, do you still think that Mozambique is not going to happen, or is that enough for you to believe now? So for me, it's, it's one of those things where it's like a pyramid, where it's like, okay, God is saying, telling me to do this crazy thing, but I don't believe it until, not that he has to do something, but this is what he's been doing. He's been building, uh, putting building blocks in front of me, and I see that like, okay, well, if God can do that, then why can't God do this? If God can't if God can, you know, can get me to Colorado for free to do a book signing, then why can't God provide for my sell, the sale of my car, putting my car for sale, everything, I'm selling everything. So that's where I'm at right now with all that stuff, and I'm just really trusting God with what he's been doing in my life recently. And um, with the books that I'm writing, I'll get into that a little bit. It's called Rescued Love, and it's basically about, it's my testimony with um, relationships. What I tell people is this. The book basically is everything not to do in a relationship. And that's it, in case you're wondering. So it just talks about a lot of mistakes that I've made regarding um, wanting to put myself first, not putting someone else's needs above myself. Dating is in there, dating relationships that didn't work out. A lot of it because of my own personal issues and struggles and insecurities that I picked up from um, uh, people in my family, generational curses that I had to break off. A lot of times I would blame my, my father for things, 
but I started learning, okay, well, that's where it started, but instead of blaming him for everything, why don't I separate myself from that and take responsibility for my own actions because I can't blame someone else for something I refuse to take responsibility for. So I have the books afterwards for sale. I'm selling them for $20 each um, to help fundraise. They've actually been really helpful in fundraising. I just bought my plane tickets today. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to, I, I'm believing God for the rest of the money to come in. And that's my testimony.